our new bestie has changed how we track our investments. Why have over 400,000 investors chosen ShareSite? It's simple. This online investment dashboard for your investment portfolio supports over 500,000 stocks, ETFs, and funds, plus integrated with more than 200 platforms, ensures your entire investment portfolio is organized and accessible in one place. Move beyond the limited insights from brokerage statements. ShareSite offers a comprehensive view of your financial performance, including analyzed reports, dividend gains, and the impact of currency fluctuations, all through intuitive graphs and visualizations. But here's the best part. For the investee besties out there, ShareSite is offering a special deal. Save four months when you purchase an annual premium plan. It's time to dive deep into performance metrics, streamline tax reporting, and share your portfolio with ease. Join the link in the episode description to sign up to ShareSite now and transform your investment experience. Welcome to Girls That Invest. Today is Monday, which means we're bringing you Money Confessions, a weekly series where you tell us your deepest, darkest money secrets or hot takes. You're joined today by Sim and Sonia, two best friends who have a lot to say. Let's get into it. Hello, Sonia. Hello, Simran. I have something to tell you, and I will only say this once, and it will only be in this episode, and I will never speak on it again. And that is that today, it's like 1030 So let's give you some context. It's 10.30 in the morning. I went to have a shower and I didn't have a hair tie on me and I have like very long, thick hair and I hate getting it wet when I'm not washing my hair. So I didn't have a hair tie and I do this thing where I take my bra and I kind of like using the cup, wrap it in my hair so that I have a bun on my head with my bra cup wrapped around it. So it almost looks like how do I describe it? Like it's like a little cover for my bun. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then I use like the the like wires or the strings of the bra to like wrap it around. So I've got this like cupped hair. So my hair doesn't get wet. Got out of the shower, got ready, put on my work clothes, went and had a conversation with my dad for fifteen minutes talking about houses and like I was I'm looking to like buy a home and I was like, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? He was like, that's good, fantastic, da da da. Make make myself coffee, go check on my mum. She's like having a sick day. We have a bit of a chat, and then I come to work. We I work in a communal building, drive to work. I come and sit down to record with you. I touch my head. The bra is still on my head. Mm. It is not black. It is not white. It is bright red. Mm-hmm. It is still a very cute bra. Though. Thank you so much. I love it. It's one of my favorites. I have that bra in like five colors. But mm-hmm. I just spent four hours this morning with a bra on my head. You did. And I want to cry. <laughs> but I do think that. You know, first of all, what would people say? <laughs> second of all, um, like you're not going to be like, is that a bra? You like second guess yourself as a human. Like you obviously you're like, okay, you're in a communal workspace. You're talking to people like you're not thinking that this girl has a bra in her hair, you know? So they're just like, oh, what a interesting ribbon. You know, it's so thick, but she probably has like really thick hair. So one, people aren't going to say anything or think anything because people wouldn't think that you would do that. Now they would because you've just put it in an episode. 
But two, I do find it interesting <laughs> that out of everything that you could have done, you used the bra. That's fun. You can tie your hair with yourself. You have such thick hair. Like use my hair to tie my hair? Yeah. Don't people do that? I've never thought of it. I don't think I'm... Here's a hot tip. And this is what I do. I have the same problem. Like I always forget to like tie my hair. I don't have luscious thick locks, but I still have hair. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I'm on a journey. <laughs> um, so what I do is I've put a scrunchie like on my shampoo bottle and it's always there. It's like my shower scrunchie. So there's always going to be a scrunchie or like a hair t- You can use a hair tie, obviously, or a clip. You can put it in like your little thing. And then every time you shower, you don't need to be like, oh my gosh, I need to use my bra. I have my shower scrunchie. That's so smart. Oh, okay, I'm going to do that. I'm going to go and I'm going to I'm gonna buy a shower scrunchie. This is so embarrassing. No, don't buy a <laughs> Just get a hair tie and put it in the shower. No, you don't understand. Put it around. I don't have hair ties. Like I actually don't have like, – I always have like one hair tie and if I lose it, like I'm done. Mm, okay. Well, then you need this one. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to buy a shower scrunchie, a car scrunchie, a bedroom scrunchie. Like at this point, I need at least three. I have several, which I like I have a scrunchie by my bedside table. I have a scrunchie in my handbag. Specific, like same with lip balms. I have a handbag lip balm and nightstand lip balm. Like they're two different things. It's just so embarrassing. Capitalism. <laughs> That's my confession of the day because there'll probably be one every day. But let's get into the money confession of the week. And guys, we have a really good one for you. So let's just get straight into it. This one was taken from a Reddit thread and it goes like this. We're rich, but no one knows it. We sold our business this year. We're in our mid-50s and our net worth is now over 10 million USD. Our kids, who are teenagers, have no idea. Our siblings have no idea. Our parents are deceased, so obviously they have no idea. No one else knows except our banker. We live in a low-income life. We still shop at Walmart and Target. And at some point, we might buy a big look-at-me home on a lake, on a river, something like 2 or $3 million, because why not? But for now, I'm just happy to be retired. We're not flaunting our wealth. We're living a quiet life, driving a old Honda and Toyota. We're minimalists, by the way, and love decluttering our home of material goods. It's good to type this out. To many internet strangers to see because we cannot and will not tell anyone else. And then, like, obviously, it got a lot of responses. They added a little edit at the end after a few days saying, Thank you, everyone, for the kind words. This got a shocking amount of activity. To answer the more common questions, the business sold was related to dentistry slash teeth. It was boring stuff, but I think it's the boring niche small businesses that actually do well. The guy that's pumping out your septic tank, he could be a millionaire. The person making one custom metal fabricated part for some boring industrial machine probably will retire as a millionaire too. Anyway, thanks for your thoughts and best wishes. Goals. (laughs) I love this. I actually love this. I love this for so many reasons. I love this because they're minimalists. I love this because they also drive Toyotas. (laughs) I love this because they've just done it in such... Sim's like frothing right now. She's just so excited to talk about this. All my concerns about wearing a bra on my head this morning have flown away. (laughs) Oh, my God. They have wilted. I do not care. I love this. But let's just start before we get into it. What are your thoughts on people that, like, accumulate a lot of wealth and then just, like, tell no one and, like, live like this? Mm. I think power to them. 
I feel like that's so ideal because you're on the same page with your partner and you're building wealth together. And I don't think people understand when you're stressed about money, that consumes you. It falls into pretty much all aspects of your life and you can go down like a dark hole. The fact that they're in retirement and they have kids and you know that their kids will be okay. Well, actually, didn't they? They didn't really type about that, did they? But hopefully they're okay. (laughs) They're meeting their needs and they're not stressed about money. Like what a peaceful way of existing. They're not flaunting their wealth, their value spending. I love it. What's not to love? Yeah, you can't really fault it, can you? No. Do you feel like this tells when someone has that happen to them? Like, do you think you could pick up if someone in your life suddenly came into a lot of money but tried to live frugally? Oh, maybe when they like pick up the tab. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I think that's when I would realize because like you don't usually – like when you go out for dinner, like even if we're all making the same amount of money or someone makes more or less, it's still very much like, oh, no, like I'll just grab mine or like you grab last week, I'll grab this week. But if someone starts to like grab the bill more, it's like, did you win the lotto? Are you not telling me, Mm. Sonia? Would you question it? No, I'd be like, thank you so much. (laughs) Yeah, you'd respect their privacy and then like go home and have a conversation be like, let's talk about this. (laughs) <laughs> You'd be like, did you notice the way she like didn't hesitate to pay for all of us? Did you notice the 40% tip that they put down? Yes, or like the amount of tip that they yeah. put down as well because it's like, wow, more than 20 and the service wasn't even that good. Like mm. did they sell their business? What happened? Yeah. It's interesting to me that there's like like wealth is such a spectrum and how you spend money and use your money and how you're – I guess like vocal about it it also exists on a spectrum because then there are some people that as soon as they get money, I would say this is new money, mm-hmm. quote unquote like new money, they want to show status so quickly. Like where's the disconnect there? Like how do these two types of people exist? Do you think that when new money, like people that have just come into wealth, do you think they – can't be people that are also really quiet about it like do you think new money means being loud about your money no I just mean that there's a lot of people and I guess they are younger that are like okay I'm gonna buy this car okay I'm gonna buy this house okay I'm gonna buy these clothes and you're gonna see about it on Instagram and then you've got you know people who are near retirement age or who are retired 10 mil in the bank you wouldn't know you really wouldn't know I think that's also like so helpful when I think if you work in retail or you work in sales or just in an area where there's like high net worth people buying certain things, you pick up on this a lot faster. Because I remember when I used to work at a retail store in, in a really like nice area and you'd see people come in and they didn't look very flashy and they were really s- sweet. Not to say that if you're sweet, you're not wealthy, but you know, like they looked very humble and very just like unassuming And then they would spend thousands upon thousands of dollars when the average sale for us would be like a couple of hundred dollars. And you'd be like, wow, you just actually can't judge. Mm -hmm. And I feel like we as a society, we do judge. Even if you think that you don't, you do. Like you have these preconceived notions or you see people out on the street existing. Like you just don't know. And my question is, is like, does it matter? How much importance have we placed on... And it makes sense. Like, we're not going to go into the history and, like, the societal expectations and culture and all of that great stuff. Why not? But, like, I find myself, because we have 15 minutes, girl. 
you want to get into that in the last five minutes of the podcast. <laughs> but yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't. It doesn't. It really doesn't. I also love – and okay, I have a confession. I used to watch this show. It was on MTV and I can't remember what it was called, but it was when rich kids would be like, hey, MTV, welcome to my crib. And it wasn't like the celebrity mm-hmm. version. It was just like kids that had really wealthy parents. And me being – like little Simran, I would always look to see what the parents did for a living. I was like, how can they afford these giant mansions with like a pool and all the friends come and hang out their house and they have like a big theater. I remember when theaters in homes were like becoming a thing. And I was just like, that is mind blowing that you don't have to go to the like local Hoyts to watch Narnia. Like what the heck? I have to like leave my house like a peasant. And I recall a lot of the jobs that the parents had to make that money it wasn't like celebrities or sports stars these parents were people that like owned yeah like a couple of like dentists dentistry practices or they I remember one of them invented the like silly gummy you know those fake teeth that you could like put on top of your normal Mm. teeth for like Halloween like one of their dads or mums invented one of those And that was just how they made their like millions and they have this like big ranch house in the middle of like Texas. And it was just like, wow, you think you need a crazy, amazing idea to make a lot of money or you need to invent something or like reinvent the wheel. But oftentimes it's like just being really good at one very niche thing, which sounds like what this person did. And then doing it for a long time and being like, well, I'm not going to like gain all the wealth by 27, but when I'm 50, I can sell my business for 10 mil. Yeah, I think age plays such a huge part in it as well. Like your priorities change and so do your values. I feel like you've lived a life and you've had all these experiences, whereas when you're young, you don't you don't really see. Like when you're 25, it's really hard to picture yourself at 50, you know? For business owners, every transaction is more than just a swipe of the card. It's the culmination of your hard work, dedication, and commitment to your customers. That's why I'm excited to share with you a game-changing solution that's simplifying the way businesses like yours accept payments. Introducing Tap to Pay on iPhone, powered by Stripe. Contactless payments has never been easier. You can seamlessly accept contactless payments directly from your iPhone. And the best part, there's no additional hardware required. Think about it. From local pop-ups to global retailers, tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe cater to businesses of all sizes, empowering them to accept payments right from their iPhones. It's a game changer for businesses looking to scale quickly and stay flexible with quick setup that takes minutes, not days. So how can tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe benefit your business? It's simple. Increased revenue, expanded reach and enhanced customer experience. It's a win-win-win. To learn more about how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can transform your business, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone today. Whereas like when you're 50, you're like, yeah, this is just, this is what I care about. And obviously they wanted to like get it off their chest because they put it on Reddit (laughs) and put it in a thread. But it's quite wholesome to see the overwhelming positivity in response to them and like more people being like yeah this is our journey to wealth and it was just like saving investing and it's just very quiet and I love that I live for it it just it warms my heart if I could ask you one question what would be the tell sign if you just came into like ridiculous amounts of money like obviously you're not 
like struggling right now, but let's say it was like your net worth 10 X, what would be like the secret sign that we'd look for and be like, oh yeah, Sonia's made it. I don't think I would do anything differently. That's stressful. (laughs) So we'll never know. (laughs) Probably not. Because I think for me, like I would pick up the tab and I do try tip an appropriate amount. So I feel like those aren't like tell tail signs and I'm not like wealthy by any extremes but one of the telltale signs if like I come to you and I'm like hey Sim I'm actually looking into the property market right now in Auckland I think that's when you'd be like okay yeah something's happened she's won the lotto you've already done that you like tiptoe along it you'll be like hey I'm kind of looking and then you're like absolutely not and then you'll be like maybe and then you're like no I don't want to well maybe the sign is that I've actually bought the house and I'm telling you that that's when I would know I'd be like wow yeah oh my gosh what would be your telltale sign? <laughs> An Instagram post. <laughs> a step-by-step summary of exactly how much I made, how I made it. And you know what? This is exactly why we preach what we do in terms of, and we try to debunk all of these phases, or not phases. Would you say it's a fad, like the NFTs and like the crypto and all of that when people are trying to promote get rich quick? Like that is not something that we advocate for ever. So I think you'd know. I would tell you. I would tell you. Why wouldn't I tell you? I mean, I'd hope you tell me, but I would tell everyone. (laughs) No gatekeeping here. Absolutely not. I feel like that's probably a great way to wrap up the episode. It's a really great money confession. I think it speaks to like some really interesting ideas. Now, if you have a money confession or you've seen one online that you love, send it to us, send us a DM or email us at hello at girlsatinvest.com and it may just be featured in next week's episode. Until next time, Sonia. Till next time, Sim. Bye. And as always, to finish off with our disclaimer, Girls That Invest does not provide personalized investing advice for your individual needs. We are not financial advisors. The advice from Girls That Invest exists for educational purposes only and should not be relied upon to make an investment or financial decision. Advice from Girls That Invest is general in nature and does not consider individual circumstances. Always do your research and please use your due diligence. Alrighty, till next time team. Bye.